Hello, hello. Welcome to the very first episode of the Glow Hour. I've been procrastinating recording this all morning. I planned on filming, or no, shoot, I have to stop saying filming. This is recording. This is just audio. Um, yeah, I planned on recording this at 11 a.m. It is now 1 p.m. So don't ask me what I've been doing the past few hours. I, okay, let me let you in a little bit. I randomly, when I'm procrastinating, I start watching the most randomest things on YouTube because I have nothing else to do. So today, for example, I started watching random Selena Gomez interviews and Alex Russo's funny best moments on Wizards of Waverly Place. See, this is totally random. This is stuff I never talk about, Um, but that's what I did for like an hour to procrastinate because I was so scared to sit down and finally start recording this podcast episode. So anyways, we are going to be getting into a lot today because it's almost like I'm catching up with an old friend who I haven't seen in forever. Maybe you actually have never met me, so I also have to introduce myself. It's a lot of pressure, you know what I mean? I have to kind of present this first impression of this podcast and then also explain to you everything about why I even decided to start this podcast and also this feeling of not feeling like I'm good enough to do this and just talking all about that feeling. So uh, let's get into it. Okay. By the way, I was just going to jump straight into it, but maybe I should introduce myself for those of you who don't know me. My name is Christine and I go by Chris on the internet. I've been posting videos on the internet since I was in middle school and my content has definitely changed throughout the years as I've changed and evolved. And right now I'm primarily posting homemaking slash lifestyle type content. I also have a cleaning brand online called Kind Care and you'll get to know more as we go along. You'll get to know more, but that is the brief bio. So how about we backtrack it a little bit to the origins of how the glow hour began, right? So it's kind of crazy because I never, ever, ever saw myself ever starting a podcast because I don't have that sort of confidence in myself to talk for an hour every single week. Um, I do. I have the ability to talk for a long time by myself, to myself, but at the same time, I don't have the confidence to believe that people will care enough to actually listen. So at the end of last year, I started reflecting a lot on my life because I was going through a lot of different changes which I'm not going to get too deep into today, but I was in a transitional season of my life, and I still am, but it was all beginning to happen at the end of last year, and so I decided that I should really start reflecting, right? Reflecting, journaling, it's always good. And one day, I decided to open up my voice memos app and to just start talking because that's usually what I do to let out my thoughts and try to process what I'm thinking. So I started to just open up my voice memos app and ramble on of what's on my mind. Then over a few weeks, I started to think about specific topics and whenever I did, it could have been something so small like One time I started a voice memo talking about nails, okay? And I talked for like 20 minutes about nails. I know this might sound insane to an outsider who's like, you could really talk to yourself like that. Well, think about 
it as me just writing down my diary but rather than having to sit with a pen on paper I was doing it with my voice into my phone because to me that's the easiest way to get all of my thoughts out and it's the fastest way for me as long as no one is around me to witness it um, it's my favorite way I realized so I started doing that for a few weeks and slowly but surely I started thinking to myself hey um this is actually really easy for me this is actually a way that I started procrastinating filming videos because instead of doing my actual work I would actually sit down and start talking into my phone with these voice memos and I just jokingly thought what if I turn this into a podcast? And whenever I would start recording the voice memos, I would kind of be like, hey, 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 this is um, the podcast for nobody. Nobody's ever going to hear this. But then um, after a while, I started thinking, well, why not start recording a podcast? Even if it's only for a few people who are going to listen, it's better than just talking to myself, right? So that's kind of how the seeds were planted when I started doing this really lightheartedly, really casually just for myself because it was a good way for me to process things. And um, obviously when I was doing this, I did get really vulnerable and I started to log any time that I felt anxious or sad. I would open up my voice memos app and try to analyze, psychoanalyze why I was feeling those emotions. And I would just talk it through. I am going to set a little bit more boundary of what I'm going to share on this podcast, but I did really want to use this podcast as an opportunity to get deeper with you guys, with this community that I already kind of started on my YouTube channel, I guess, but I've at the same time been pondering about how I can make and be of better service, I guess, online rather than just posting surface level type content because I think that's what I've been doing for the past few years. I love talking about things that are a little bit more on the shallow end and I do believe that things on the outside affect what's on the inside but I just felt like a podcast is the perfect platform to be able to get as deep as possible because it is the longest form of content that exists, I believe. Well, I guess there's like, I could write a book, but on the spectrum of shortest to longest and how deeply you can connect with with people, I would say short form content like TikTok is on one end of the spectrum. And then there's YouTube where you could get a little bit more personal connection since you could stick with the viewer for longer. And then with the podcast, I personally really enjoy listening to a podcast and hearing people's stories through audio where I'm not so much distracted with all of the visuals and I'm just comparing and contrasting. Obviously, there's pros to each type of content, but I just kind of felt a little bit whimsical and wanted to try out this new platform that is completely out of my comfort zone. Lately, I've just been feeling a little bit unhinged. I don't know if that's like a trendy term nowadays, but I've just been wanting to get outside of my comfort zone. And 
to me, when I think of the word unhinged, I literally think of a door that's breaking loose and I've just been in the same exact room for so long and I'm discovering, oh my goodness, there's these other rooms out there that I could explore and enter. And for me, podcasting is one of those things. Um, Side note, I also really want to try short form content too, but I've just been doing the same exact YouTube type content for so long that my creativity muscles are a little bit bored. It's kind of like doing leg day every single day. I need to switch it up and work other parts of my body. Um, Oops, I just searched up what unhinged actually means and on Google it says mentally unbalanced, deranged. On Urban Dictionary it says crazy, insane, psychotic, confused, a basket case. So I guess I just created my own definition of what unhinged means to me. But going back, after a few months of recording voice memos onto my phone just for fun, last Thursday night, one random Thursday night, I was like, wait, I want to start researching. This was kind of like the first time I decided to take some action in maybe moving this podcast idea forward. Once I started to break down the steps of how to actually pursue this, I realized it's not that difficult. With anything that you start, there is a little bit of a learning curve in the beginning, but I started to get really excited. um, And this was less than a week ago, okay? This was actually five days ago when I one night just started creating my website. I started thinking of the podcast title and the podcast artwork. And I just started doing it all at once. And the ball got rolling really fast. And here I am. I decided before I second guess myself and delay this any longer, I need to just go with the rush that I have. Because so many times in the past when I had a creative idea and I got excited, I would let the rush die down and I'm no longer that interested. So here I am. I know it's not going to be the best podcast ever, but possibly it could be to whoever, you know, hopefully you're one of those people who this podcast is exactly for. And speaking of the title, why did I decide to call this podcast the glow hour? The glow hour, the term is not new to me or to my team at Kind Care because we've been discussing this hashtag, the glow hour for a while now. And initially it began as this term that was inspired by the golden hour. If you never heard of golden hour, it's the last hour before sunset and the first hour after sunrise where the light creates this beautiful golden glow. And photographers really love this time of day because the light looks so beautiful. The term glow hour was kind of taken from that concept, except glow hour can be any time of the day for you. It's that time that's anywhere between 30 to 90 minutes where you dedicate to glowing up your life, whether that's cleaning up your room or doing your skincare or working on your inner self. And what's fun about the glow hour is that you could do all those things while simultaneously listening to things about glowing up your life. I personally love to listen to a podcast while I'm getting ready in the morning or even as I'm driving and doing productive things around the home. And not to say that you have to be productive while listening to this. I think even as you're lying down and getting rest is considered productive. The purpose of this time is hopefully by the end of it, you leave feeling a bit brighter about your life. You have a brighter outlook. And I really enjoy consuming content that leaves me feeling uplifted and that feels good. And I wanted this time to 
be that for you. Maybe by the end of the episode, I will share some of the potential podcast names that never came to be because it's kind of funny to look back on in hindsight. But this is it. This is the glow hour. I hope you're enjoying it so far. I haven't gotten to the meat of today's topic yet, but... I just wanted to preface by telling you what this is all about, what you're getting yourself into. So as I said, I still can't believe I am starting this podcast. And as soon as I told the first person, aside from my husband, that I'm thinking about starting a podcast literally last Friday, I started to second guess myself entirely. And the one question I kept thinking repeatedly is, am I good enough for this? And I wanted to talk about this question and sort of answer it because I'm sure that there are others of you out there who ask yourself this question maybe a lot. At least I do for myself. So firstly, let's establish what is your standard? What is your quote-unquote good enough? My parents used to say, especially when I was in school, as long as you're doing your best, that's all that matters. And while this was a good sentiment that I'll probably say to my own kids one day, for whatever reason, I never really found this statement to be all that helpful because my idea of doing my best still meant working to the thousandth percent. It meant working to the absolute brim until reaching my breaking point to optimize my time to the minute and reach my fullest potential. That's what doing my best meant to me. No room for breaks, no room to be lazy sometimes, to have fun and do things that have nothing to do with upping my chances of getting into a good school and being successful. And as a kid, and even now as an adult, There needs to be room for these things, room to experiment with different interests, room for error, for failure without shame. And my idea of failure growing up was to be absolutely mediocre. Being mediocre was embarrassing. I was kind of raised to believe that I needed to be better than just average, especially with an Asian mother, bless her soul, but to get a B on my report card was a bit of a concern. An A- minus was better, but even better would be an A or an A+, right? And I still think it's necessary and great even to set a high standard for yourself because you need to know your worth and your potential and to have goals to reach towards. And don't get it twisted, I'm very thankful to both my parents because they taught me and they showed me through their own work ethic that discipline and hard work is rewarding and it pays off. I wouldn't be who I am today without seeing their example. But what I'm saying is that there is a healthier way to make the most of your given situation that doesn't include tearing yourself down in the process. Usually when people don't think that they're good enough, it's because their standards are unnecessarily high or their view of themselves are too low. I have a little bit of both. What occurred to me recently, and this discovery was through a TikTok actually, um, but someone was talking about how being mediocre is not even an issue. Like what is wrong with being mediocre? It hurts absolutely no one to be average because most people are mediocre most of the time. And it was quite 
a revelation for me because I always believed that mediocre was bad. Um, but mediocre is really just mediocre, you know? In that same vein, most of life is pretty mundane and mediocre, but then you get those special moments and maybe just one day out of the week, you do something in life that's a little bit more special and that's great. But when you really look back at it, it's really good to recognize those moments in your life that are just okay because those okay moments, I feel like are a little bit underrated. Some of my favorite things in life are quote-unquote mediocre. I love a good classic book. You cannot deny the brilliant writing and storytelling. But sometimes I love reading a silly little contemporary romance and it's exactly what my soul needs. I can appreciate a cinematic masterpiece of a movie. My highest respects to the people involved. But I also love High School Musical. And that got like a 50% rating on IMDb, which that is quite literally an F rating. But it's an enormous success in my eyes. I also prefer to watch vlogs of normal people doing normal things, sometimes over a perfectly curated vlog of someone going on a vacation to the island of Fiji. I would love to eat a five-course meal at a Michelin star restaurant compliments to the chef but chick-fil-a on a random wednesday night is perfection i don't know if any of that is jiving with you but even when it comes to people and relationships i love flawed people as long as they're not (laughs) giving me headaches and breaking my heart and if i myself am able to love and appreciate these things that are deemed average Um, not to say Chick-fil-A is average, but you know what I mean, then it makes me believe that other people could still appreciate me even when I'm not at my 1,000% greatest version of myself, when I'm just being me, and me most of the time is average. I know that this really depends on who you're talking to because if you're talking to someone like me, a born and raised perfectionist, I need to hear that, no, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being mediocre. You just calm down and try whatever you want to try because it's okay if you're not perfect at it. Um, However, to play devil's advocate, I don't want this to give people license to settle for less or to get complacent or to stop striving for bigger and better things just because you think that, oh, mediocre is good enough, right? Because... That's not the point. Actually, I am trying to encourage and motivate anyone out there that if there's something you've been wanting to try or to get better at, go do it. Go do it today, tomorrow, as soon as you can. And don't stop to think, oh, but what if I'm not going to be great at it? It's not productive to fear being mediocre. It's entirely useless, in my humble opinion, because if anything, What you should really fear is being trapped in the endless fear cycle where you end up never giving anything a try and you're on your deathbed regretting not having lived life because of this fear that you weren't good enough to be great. And I'm not going to go off on a motivational tangent, you know, but you've seen those videos perhaps of 
those stories of people who are incredibly successful today who started off being kind of bad or who started off being just okay and it takes a lot of practice and that's not the point you know we're not trying to all be geniuses and honestly geniuses have their own issues <laughs> and usually people who are masters of their craft are experts at this one specific thing and that doesn't mean that they're all around this superhuman and if they are then that's a rarity and you shouldn't feel bad for not being them it's 1000% normal to be good at some things be okay at other things and to be bad at some other things as well like for me I think that I'm gifted in some ways. I think it's good to acknowledge the things that you're gifted in and you're passionate about. And I also like to do things on the side that I'm not really so great at, but I'll do it for fun. And there are other things that I absolutely don't care to be good at ever, like sports, uh, say running. I never want to run a marathon and like win any sort of medal for it because I just know that that's not my calling in life. But for the things that you are passionate about, I think it's good to always strive to improve and get better at, aka, I know I keep going back to this, but podcasting, for example, I know I'm not really great at this, but who cares? I'm going to just start it and I want to challenge myself in getting better at it little by little. But just because I'm not amazing to start doesn't mean I'm not going to start. Again, that fear is entirely unproductive. I'm just trying to think here. The only way that mediocrity would hurt anyone is perhaps worst case scenario you might waste someone's time obviously if you have a very crucial job like you're a heart surgeon and you don't really give your best at what you do then maybe there's a lot more on the line but i'm talking more about some of the silly things in life that we put so much pressure on ourselves for like even just talking to someone new, posting something online. You don't have to show up in this world and be this awesome, amazing person that blows people away right off the gate because why? Why would you want that anyway? Even last night, I couldn't fall asleep because I knew that I'd be recording my first episode today and I was just thinking that... Uh, I have to really impress people because this is the first podcast. But... This is another topic that I've been pondering about first impressions and if they really matter because if people stick around, even after a mediocre first impression, they'll get to know the real you anyway. And if you have this amazing first impression and then people come to find that you're actually just okay, like people will eventually know. And so at the end of the day, first impressions are impactful, but you do get a second chance to redeem that impression or maybe even just reveal the truth of who you are. So it all levels out if you're going to continue seeing these people, if you're going to continue leaving impressions. So hopefully you continue to stick around and get to know me and who I am and accept that this is just who I am. Um, sometimes I'm not always the most concise. I ramble. I get nervous. And that's just me. 
Lately, I've been talking to a handful of people who are all wanting to try new endeavors. Some people I know are applying for a new job or a new position in their job that's a bit out of their comfort zone. And others I've talked to are kind of in a similar situation to me where they're thinking about posting content online, maybe starting up a YouTube channel or TikTok account. And whenever I'm talking to these people, I genuinely get so super excited for them. I can tell that they're maybe a little bit nervous or don't really know exactly how to navigate this new venture, but I am clapping my hands saying, yes, do it. And it's crazy because I really believe that they could do a good job at it. And I start to get all these ideas for them. I want to help them out. And it's always so much easier to be the one to give advice than to actually take it. Because when I look back to my own situation and my own channel, I am like, eh, I'm stumped, I'm tired, I'm incapable, I'm too old, I'm too young, la-di-da. I focus on everything that I'm lacking in and can't seem to have the same eyes I have for other people in my life that could possibly see the good potential that I have. Um, Sorry, that sounds presumptuous, but everyone has good potential and It's just hard to see it in yourself and it's so much easier to see it when you're cheerleading other people on. And I just thought that was so interesting, but it does take a lot of work and that's something that I can't really ignore is that when you are starting something new where you feel like you're not good enough to start, it is going to be a mental battle. That's the hardest part, to be honest. As I said, I've kind of been at war with myself the past few days. As soon as I realized that I wanted to start this podcast, I got all of a sudden nervous. When I was previously recording these voiceovers for no one, I was not nervous at all because no one was going to be listening to it. So it didn't matter if I stuttered or if I didn't have all my thoughts in order because, you know, no one was going to comment and judge and hate and reject me and who I am. But now that I'm putting myself out there, there's a lot more on the line. But these is, as I said, I'm a little bit unhinged, uh, my own definition of unhinged. And I'm trying to find joy in doing new things and doing scary things because in some ways, life just becomes so much more exhilarating that way. I don't know if that's this thrill-seeking part of my personality coming out, but I think I've just been so bored, for lack of a better term, that doing something new is making my heart race in both good and scary ways, but it's like (laughs) making me feel alive. I totally encourage people to do things that make them uncomfortable every now and then, as long as there is that little background inkling of excitement and who knows most likely you'll get better at not being so scared and you'll get better period at whatever it is and grow the confidence to do it better i'm honestly preaching to myself at the moment if you couldn't tell it's cheesy corn time i promise that not every episode is going to be this preachy and inspirational (laughs) Hopefully it was a little bit inspirational, but um, by the way, totally off topic. I discovered one of my new favorite restaurants a few days ago. I almost don't want to tell you what this restaurant is because I do not look pretty in the wild when I'm eating and I'm hangry, but let's just say this is a Korean restaurant that serves meat 
And they also have corn cheese and steamed egg on the side. It's interesting because this was my fifth time eating here to celebrate a friend's 30th birthday. And it took me five tries before realizing I actually like the place. And I don't know what changed. Actually, I do know. I was incredibly hungry because I didn't eat all day. And I think I felt really free to just eat and enjoy the food. I think previous times I was a little bit stressed for whatever reason. Anyway, I don't know. I just thought it was so interesting that before I really thought this restaurant was really average. I didn't really care for it, to be honest. And time after time I kept trying it and all of a sudden I can't stop thinking about it. The past few nights before falling asleep, I just kept dreaming about going back to this restaurant because it's like my new favorite restaurant of the year. Just to reel it back into the topic, I just think that everyone's view of you is subjective, okay? Some people will think you're okay. Some people will think you're amazing. Some people, it might take five tries before they realize that you are amazing. And so regardless, just keep doing you and let other people take their time in forming their own thoughts and opinions, but don't let that affect you. <laughs> or change anything of who you are because like imagine if this restaurant just started changing their menu every time I came because every time I was unsatisfied about something and then I'm just like confused I'm never gonna like it I'm always gonna find something to hate on then um I did not know I had the potential to be this like cheesy corny metaphorical but I guess I do I guess I do but anyway what I was going to say is I wanted to get into some cheesy corny time of giving you some homework of how to not let yourself believe that you aren't good enough. First thing to do whenever you feel like you aren't good enough is to verbalize all of your reasons, all of your doubts, or you could write them down. Clearly, I'm a fan of verbalizing them. You don't have to record them. Actually, it might be helpful too. Whatever you do, don't just think them into thin air because I think there is something to either saying it out loud or writing it down that makes it more tangible. The second part of this homework assignment is that for every doubt or for every negative view that you have of yourself, dispel it with a truth or encouragement about yourself. See, I told you it's gonna be cheesy, it's gonna be corny. Doing this part might be really difficult because you might not believe in some of the things you write about yourself, but you sometimes have to kind of fake it. And even if you fake it, repeat it out loud to yourself and see how that feels for you. Let me try to do this exercise myself as an example to be a role model, okay? So as soon as I told the first person I was thinking about starting this podcast, I became hyper aware of how I was speaking all of a sudden like, oh shoot, this person is now going to observe if I'm worthy of speaking well on a podcast. Why did I tell them? And on and on, I kept thinking that nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to want to listen. This is going to waste my time. This is going to waste other people's times. Like the list can go on and on of all of these doubts I had about myself. Okay, so to try and counteract these doubts um first of all I think that even though I'm not a great speaker oh wait this feels so weird just like hyping myself up whatever I'm gonna do it so even though I'm not the best speaker I do believe that I have good ideas and I have 
decent, <laughs> oh my God, I'm getting like insecure. I have my own unique point of view that I could share that maybe others haven't heard of yet or maybe others haven't been brave enough to share. And for my other doubt of thinking that nobody's gonna care, nobody's gonna be interested in listening to this, well, truthfully speaking, maybe someone, somehow, somewhere will care. One person. If one person is listening, then I'm just trying to imagine that that could actually be so impactful because sometimes even for me when I'm having just one good conversation with someone else and they tell me things I really need to hear that really changes my day it changes my outlook and if I could do that for one person I can't just count that as nothing okay that was just a mini example I really can't believe I'm doing this but um in conclusion to wrap up the whole conversation on am I good enough for this? Are you good enough for this? Whatever this is, the answer is yes, you are. Because the entry point to get started on most things is dependent on you. Anyone can technically start a podcast. Anyone with a smartphone and a computer can start up a podcast. But guess what's more important to have and what most people don't have? First of all, you need the desire to wanna do it which most people have, but then secondly, you need to have the belief that you can do it. A lot of people have the desire, but if you don't have the belief that this is truly what you're meant to do, then it's going to be really, really difficult and might not even ever happen. I do have to mention that I am a Christian, and so according to my faith, I don't believe in myself to be capable of doing all these things, nor do I believe I myself am good enough for anything, but I do believe that Christ in me gives me the confidence I need to go after things. And it really takes getting over myself to do that because oddly enough, I think a lot of quote unquote self-confidence issues are rooted in being too absorbed in ourselves and not focusing on the bigger picture of what why are you why are you even doing it that is enough pastor christ time i am just going off in this episode aren't i i did not mean to i don't want this to be how every single episode goes because i am only one little girl i do not know all things but i am just speaking from my heart and i hope you got that just to go back to the list of potential podcast names that I was thinking of that honestly, uh, none of them are really good at all. A lot of them are mediocre. I searched up a lot of these names and a lot of them were taken. So that kind of made it easy to cross it off the list. Feel free to take any of these ideas. Maybe shout me out if you want. Send me your podcast if you start it. But one of them was I'm Obsessed because I notice myself saying that very often lately is just getting obsessed with things. And that's the other thing that I'm going to be doing in this podcast is I'm just going to be raving and ranting about things that I'm passionate about. And as I said, it could be something so small like candles, okay? If you're interested, I could go off about candles for an hour. I also went on a weird abstract end of wanting to call this podcast The Sound of Thoughts. That is so abstract and out there. I think it's because I was looking at my vinyl. I had the Sound of Music vinyl and I was looking around my room to get some inspiration. And I think I saw that and I was like, ah, 
the sound of thoughts. That could be an idea, but no, that's not where it's going to go. I thought of, you've got a voice memo, because this all began with just voice memos, but... I don't know, it didn't seem to match the vibe of how I want this podcast to be. There's so many ones with alliteration because I seem to love alliteration. Hello, kind care. And guys, these things I wrote down were just brain dumps of ideas. But I wrote couch chats, tea time, listen and laugh, thoughts and things, recordings and rambles. Excuse me? It's just funny to me that those were the beginning stages of trying to come up with the podcast name and... To be honest, one of the biggest roadblocks to moving forward with this podcast was because I didn't have a good name. The Glow Hour was a potential name and it kind of stuck. Hope you like it. Hope you're here to stay. Please subscribe or follow on whatever podcast streaming platform you're listening in on. And if you enjoyed, please leave a review on, I believe, Apple Podcasts. Maybe share with a friend who you know is maybe trying out something new and is a little bit nervous. Last thing, please, please leave me some suggestions or recommendations of topics you want me to cover because I do have a list already. It's just good to know where you guys are and what you guys want to hear from me. Right now, uh, this podcast is only on Instagram at The Glow Hour Podcast. Please follow, leave a comment. In fact, if you made it all the way to the end of this episode, please comment on the Instagram, maybe one of the photos, comment the okay finger emoji. Leave a little okay finger emoji. Why does that sound, what do you call this? Yep, the okay hand sign. Give a little okay hand sign as our shared symbol of being okay is just okay. Okay? Okay. All right. I can't say goodbye now. It's like you hang up. Um, I'll hang up. But I'll see you next Monday. Goodbye.